What's up, guys? Welcome to the Peace of Mind podcast. Football fans of all 31 teams, other than the New York Jets, we welcome you here, and we are here for your entertainment, amongst other things, which we will get to. If you're a returning listener, huge thank you for coming back. Very much appreciated, and if it is your first time listening, a normal thank you to you. If you'd like to become part of the huge thank you club, you could come back next week, and, and you'll be a member. With that, for those who don't know, I am former recreational professional or former professional recreational flag football quarterback, fourth most influential quarterback in the history of the Indianapolis Colts. If you know the three ahead of me, bonus points to you. Across from me, Philadelphia Eagles, very vocal voice of reason, the long-distance assistant to the assistant head coach, Asif Body. how are you doing? I'm doing all right, my man. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good, but the reason we're here with this podcast today uh, we're providing a pathway, breaking the barrier to entry to bring the movement of sports talk back to the true diehard fans because we want to show people that you can get your skin in the game as well. We don't, you don't need to be a former player, an executive, a journalist, or anyone like that to get into sports talk, right? That's right. I mean, ultimately, our goal here is we just want to be a part of that we want to be a part of that frontier. Am I using the right vocabulary? I would like to say so. I think we want to be part of a movement here. We, we want, want to be to part of a movement. movement. But just like a football team, right? You're a football fan. You're here. You can't win it with one player. You need all hands on deck, right? So with that, if you're about that movement, you really want to, uh, you know, punch a hole in this thing and, uh, again, provide a different way to get there. Really provide our own lane or make your own lane to get there. You could do it one of two ways. You could leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. That would be very much appreciated. Or... Literally start your own podcast. Tell us about it. We'd love to hear about it and support you. We can all grow together and we can all be successful if we work together and develop a community around this. Uh, I mean, without further ado, I I think that would get us to the show, right? I would think so. But if you want to help us continue this, follow us on Instagram at the Peace of Mind Podcast with a K. Instead of a C. In the word podcast. And like you said, start your own show, do whatever you got to do, but we are all here for each other. But we always start the show off talking about our teams. I'm an Eagle fan, so I'm going to talk about my Eagles. And forgive my voice for those of you who have formerly listened to the show. I was screaming like crazy. I went to the Eagles game literally uh, Sunday, so my voice is shot. Um, <coughs> my bad. No, nah, that's all good, man. Also but, getting over sickness myself. Hey, listen, man. We came to play, bro. We played through injury. We're out right? here playing hurt. It's, listen, to be one of the greats, it's what you have to do. What's Michael Jordan without the flu game? What? What's what's T.O. without without his leg about to fall off in the Super Bowl? And I mean, and now you're watching the most historic performance. Of, what no, 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 I was about to say, what, what what's, what's LeBron or Kyrie without the without the freaking Batman mask, their goggle game, right? Yeah, Whatever well, it is. I think LeBron cramping might have been fake, but it is what it is. Ultimately, he's writing his own narrative. And with that, that's what we're trying to do here. You're part of one of the most historic performances in the history of podcasts. Uh, and a pretty heroic effort, if I may say so myself. But ultimately, it's not my place to say. That would be up to you. So, Asif, right. considering you were at the Eagles game, That's I want right. to start with you because you yeah, have a very sure. intimate experience this week. I did. I Let's did. talk about it. Let's talk about those Eagles. Ooh. They're really starting to get on a roll. What a special feeling it is to be an Eagles fan right now. We trounced the Saints yesterday. And let me tell you, being at that stadium, I came in and I was electrified. It was absolutely electric yesterday. And... Well, we, we really hit the ground running, no pun intended, but if you've been a former listener of the show, I've been pounding this all year, I've been saying it, just run the damn ball and just keep 
giving it to our running backs. We ran it a whopping 50 times yesterday. We had three touchdowns all by Jalen Hurts on the ground. And you know what? Miles Sanders, welcome back. You got 16 carries for 94 yards. We appreciate the effort. Jordan Howard, get better, my man, because we definitely need you going down the season. But just let me give a special shout out. Darius Slay, big play Slay. Listen, I... On the IG page, I made a video of the pick six. I lost my voice on that particular play. He's got a touchdown in the past three games. <laughs> fumble recovery against Denver. Fumble recovery against Detroit. And now the pick six, um, which kind of put the nail in the coffin, figurative speaking. Uh, figuratively speaking, see, my voice is shot and I can't do anything anymore. I don't know English We're anymore. We're New Yorkers. We talk too fast. Yeah, it is what it is, yeah. man. But listen. Oh, my God. What? We dropped 40 points and early that's on. A, that's a game defense that you versed. No, 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 that's a that's a legit defense, and yeah. we absolutely beat them up. We ran it all over. We did whatever we wanted, whenever we wanted, to whomever we wanted. So Devontae Smith actually absolutely cooked Marshawn Lattery. Four catches, 60 yards. I know it wasn't a lot in terms of the stat sheet, but literally every time he ran a route, Lattimore couldn't cover the guy. Pure outrun. And Dallas Goddard signed the extension, made big-time plays. And uh, like I said, big play, Slay. You're special to watch, man. You're just a special dude to watch. One of the best corners in the game. And Jalen Hurts, boy, oh, boy. You keep your throw attempts low and keep those running attempts up. And uh, we got something special brewing over here. We're As a team, we're number two in rushing, averaging five yards a carry. We don't turn the ball over, and uh, we keep doing that. Let me get upset alert in the playoff hunt over here, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, a little bit more on that a little bit later. But let me let me toss the ball back to Justin because he had a pretty big game himself as a Colts fan, right? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. There are two types of people in this world. In fact, there's three. There's Colts fans that knew we could win this game and knew we would. That would be me and the other smart people listening to this show. Two, there's the rest of America, right? And then three on the side. I don't know where you fit into this entire society. But there were Colts fans that legit thought we couldn't win. Now, that doesn't sound like a fan to me. At all. And I'm speaking to you, Colts fan who thought we didn't win. While you've been calling for Frank Reich's job, while you've been trashing Carson Wentz, we have quietly gone 4-1 in our last five games. All the meanwhile, you're sitting here talking about it. My voice is running out of steam right now. Hey, listen, man. Like I said, we're playing hurt right now. Again, heroic on our end. I agree. I agree. With that, even I didn't think we were going to beat the Bills 41-15. to Not that bad. No. Not that bad. So as I'm watching it, that being said, I guess as I'm watching it, sometimes you screw up with the words. Recording a podcast is a difficult thing sometimes. It really, you know, it, it really is it, a difficult It is thing. what it is, man. Sometimes. I know. I know. And we record live. And we don't do crazy edits, so I suppose they're just going to hear this part, too. That's all good. That's what. That's the whole point of the podcast, well, right? Well, while you're here, let me take a sip of water. Guys. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, listen. I was watching that as a fan, and I'm like, this is... Uh, this is this was I, I picked the Colts to win the game, but like I did not expect them to drop forty and absolutely demolish the Bills the way they did. They manhandled them. So yeah. and in that you have to ask yourself, how did that happen, right? And I think it's pretty clear and I think quite poetic in its own right. If there's any members of the Bills Mafia listening, I'm, I'm sorry, we were honorary members for one week. Shout out to the Bills Mafia. We, we've, done, we've done our part. I'll root for you every game of the season that isn't this one, unless one, of course we meet again. To be a team like the Bills. To play in Buffalo, in a place that's ultimately going to have some some inclement conditions. Uh, so if you're a football aficionado, myself I like, included. Yes, I would say so. In bad weather, how do you win a football game? 
run the ball, don't turn the ball over, and uh, play play defense. Now, would right? you also say that if you can't run the ball, it becomes even harder to not get turnovers or to not turn it over? Uh, I would say it's pretty hard to win if you can't run the ball in general, but yes, I agree. The Bills are a team much more fit to play in a dome right now than they are to play in Buffalo, and it culminated in this game right here. In fact, the Colts are more fit to be the home team in Buffalo, Buffalo. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> than the Bills are. Everything that the Bills need to be able to do, the Colts showed them how to do it, or at least gave them a lesson and they could digest it and try to apply it a different day. I mean, it was massive. And uh, Jonathan Taylor is <clears throat> working his way into the MVP talks. <clears throat> My throat is obliterated today. Oh, well, listen, man. JT special. That's a special, special player you got over there. Number 28 at the... Saving my fantasy here. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. He's uh, he's he's fun to watch, bro. And he, he's smooth as a runner, bro. He's got I mean, jets. He's got every every week he comes in, and you're like, just he's when got- I think I've seen it all. Just when I think that I have seen every last bit of his talent, I'll watch a game and I'll say, Jonathan Taylor, you're even better than I thought. But now I know how good you are. The next week he comes out, and he's even better. And again, this story, if you could just boil it down. Is thank you for getting water. I yeah. appreciate it. Oh my gosh, <coughs> this is insane, bro. We're, we're, we're playing through inclement This is there, guys. yeah, literally. Jeez, see, I this is this is the equivalent to not being able to run the ball in the rain. Uh, oh my gosh, that was essentially the story of a team that can run the ball versus a team who can't, and that's ultimately what we watched uh, when the Colts trounced those those Buffalo Bills. So now at six and five. Mm, we're looking at a situation where the playoffs are right in our grasp. We're right there with Pittsburgh, We're right, around right, the on, corner right, of it, right on the outside. We're getting there, and uh, I think the Colts have a damn good chance. If you are to suspend your disbelief for just a minute, let's not forget what the Colts were able to do early against the Titans and early against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Let's suspend your disbelief one more time. Imagine, just imagine that from those two games, they learned a lesson. And they came out versus a team like the Bills, punched them in the mouth early, and kept their foot on the gas. What if they've learned that lesson? What if now they don't give up those leads anymore? Oh, boy. You're looking at a team, and I say this with no bias whatsoever, is amongst probably the top three teams in football. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I mean, every every game that they've played this year, other than I think maybe one or two, have been... Almost like one possession games, man. They've been playing teams tough. They they've been a tough out, and ultimately there's games we should have won that we did. Yeah, didn't. I agree. So, shout out to the defensive unit as well. I've been saying this, and if you've been paying attention to the Colts early in the year, our secondary this is worse than I thought. Yeah, this is. This is I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna have. I, was gonna have is, I told go, you man. I was sick yesterday. This is far worse than I thought. No, I know. No, man, I was. I, I thought losing my voice would be a rough, but you're struggling over here. But it's all is, good. Hey, man. spectacular. No, it's all it's all good, though. But listen, man, yeah, like you are saying, your defensive unit over there has, in Indy has is... really uh, come together. Shout out to Odom and shout out to some of the guys in that secondary. I mean, I I, I could keep saying names, right? Rose has been playing Siles for us. Rocky Sin, just when you thought his career was almost over with our team. Yeah. He came back and kind of gave us a little more of what we saw and liked out of him in his rookie season. Uh, I mean, just all around, obviously, Buckner's a monster on defense, Darius Leonard, the whole deal. We've come together into a very serious unit, a top-five rushing team, and a a team that doesn't turn the ball over very often. And they're starting to remind me, ironically enough, of that Titans team 
a few years back when the Titans and that we now know today who just win, right? Except against bad teams. Yeah. <clears throat> um, when they kind of snuck in, I don't know, maybe they were nine and seven. Yeah, I think they were nine and seven. Off that the top year, of my yeah. head, and came in and trounced the Ravens and, and ended up in a position where they were in the AFC Championship game yeah, against, against, the, against Chiefs. the Chiefs. That's right. That's right. This is what this Colts team is reminding me of. But ultimately, as I've always said, and I'm not going to not say it because I'm talking about my team, is that at the end of the day, no matter how good you play defense, no matter how good you run the ball, in the playoffs, something about the playoffs, it always finds a way to come down to your quarterback at the end of the game. It always comes down right. to that because it's always close, and you need a guy to make those plays. That being said, Carson Wentz, that is my quarterback! Oh, my man. And who the fuck is yours? That's my dude. I trust him, and I could not be any more excited for the second half this season. Bring Tampa Bay to us, baby. Come to Indy. Let's see what you got. Hopefully Vita Bay doesn't play, that being said. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope for my fantasy team that he doesn't play as well. I need Jonathan Tillett to... You would uh, think, but it might not matter. But you know, it, might not, it might not matter. It might not matter it because not he, matter. Uh, he's special over there, man. That guy is... Uh, He's something else, and that team is starting to starting to catch on something, man. I think they're starting to figure some things out, and yeah. um, it's really it's going to be really interesting to see because right now I think they're the what they're, they're ranked number nine in terms of the standings right now. They just beat the Bills, who are the seventh team right now, and um, the Steelers just took the L last night um, against the Chargers. Valiant and, effort by the Steelers. It was it definitely was better than I expected them to play, but um, they're right there, man. It, it, I know, and then yeah. I just want to go through the remaining schedule. I was about to say that, they, I think depending yeah. on their schedule, that they yeah. can, they can sneak I, into that last that, spot. So. so usually we just, by the way, guys, again, uh, for people who listen, you know, but you know, we assume that, that someone new is listening every week. We usually just kind of, this is probably where we would stop talking about our team, and then we could go into the rest of it. Yeah. But we're at such a pivotal point in the season that, honestly, Colts, Eagles fans stick around. People who really like to be here stick around. This mostly what we're going to talk about yeah. today is this. And then kind of, I suppose, it'll tie into the playoff Playoff standings a, and structure and all that stuff. But we're, but we're really looking at it through the scope of our teams today. Yeah, Maybe sure. we could have said that at the beginning of the show, but hey, you've already been here 15 minutes. Why not? We have the Bucks coming to Indianapolis uh, next week. Of course, after they verse the Giants tonight, usually record on Tuesdays. Alice is going on vacation over here. He's rich. <laughs> yeah, hey, man. Got to... At the game this weekend, I mean, he's... Been and I'm all, I'm all over, man. I'm all over over he's here. He's Mr. Worldwide over here. Yeah. Now, we go to Houston in week 13. We have a bye week before we come back. And what I look at as the game of the season versus the Patriots at home in week 15. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's like that, bro. Oh, man. It's, it's like, like that. that. It's at, <laughs> at Arizona... Dude, I'm not even sure I can finish this. Dude, thing. it's like it's like Weezer from Toy Story. I'm man. not even sure I can finish this. Oh, thing. geez, dude. At Arizona in week 16, <laughs> then versus the Raiders, woo, in week 17, and then at Jacksonville in week 18. Point being is that once we get through the Bucks, I mean, if we steal that game, seven and five going into Houston, and then a bye week is is. That's prime. That's the that'll chef's be, kiss right there. That'll be prime. So I I, th- I think we're poised to make a run, and this is a team that could beat anybody right now. And Austin, if you want to go through the Eagles' schedule, yeah, no, well, for I, sure, I man. Don't talk for the next. No, five I was about minutes. to say, why, why don't you take a second, take a breather, recover a little bit? Holy I can hold shit. it down for a little bit. Um, well, like your team, I think my team's starting to figure some things out too. Like I've all year, I've been asking Nick Sirianni just to commit to running the ball and uh, limit the pass attempts of Jalen Hurts, and he has done that for about you know, uh, let's see, we've done that since. Basically, Detroit, so about four weeks in a row now, we've made a commitment to running the ball. I heard Nick Sirianni is an avid listener of this show, by the way. Well, 
Nick Seriani, appreciate the listen, my man, and you've been listening to me and actually implemented the game plan that I've asked you to do. So thank you, sir, and um, you're really helping Jalen Hurts out because, for what it's worth, as critical as I've been of Jalen Hurts all year, he does not turn the ball over. He's been really good with the ball, and um, if you could do that and run the ball and put this defense in a position where all it has to do is make a splash play and just hold the offense the opposing offense on the other side of the field. They can do that. This defense has got a lot of players on each level, mainly Darius Slay, who teams... This is why you don't throw Darius Slay, because he's going to make you pay every freaking time. The Bucks knew that going into that Thursday night game. They didn't even throw it to Mike Evans. And then after that, I mean, we played the Vegas Raiders where we didn't really run the ball. Detroit had a bad lesson. He had the scoop and uh, scoop and score for the touchdown. Then we went to uh, what the Chargers. That was a close game. Denver, scoop and score. And then yesterday, the Saints, the pick six. Oh, boy, this defense is starting to figure some things out. And because we're running the ball, we're owning the time of possession, keeping our defense fresh. Devontae Smith is really coming into his own. Dallas Goddard is establishing himself as a top five tight end in the league. And Jalen Hurts, he's not having to he's not asked to do too much anymore. He's running the option much, much better now. And um because we're making the commitment to running the ball, Miles Sanders yesterday got a whopping sixteen carries, which I'm super happy about. And um like Justin, I'm gonna go through the rest of our schedule because this is a, a pretty important uh, stretch of games that we got for the Eagles because right now they're currently ninth in terms of the ranking. Same with the, ironically, the Colts. I mean, both have a 14 week 14 bye, which is pretty interesting. Um, but right now we got the Giants next week, then the Jets, which I'm going to assume are two Ws. So we're gonna go into the bye week at seven and six, and then after that we got Washington, New York Giants, Washington, and finally we finish the season. Versus the Dallas Cowboys at home. That's going to be fireworks. That is going to be absolutely amazing. Finishing the year off with five of our six division games is also a pretty interesting way the schedule has fallen. Because this can really dictate a lot of what goes on in the NFC East. And what goes on in the NFC playoff picture. Because right now Dallas is ranked number three in terms of what they have in um, as far as the standings go, they were in contention for the number one seed, but they took the L to the Chiefs. And, uh, you know, if we can take this division and have Dallas play on the road and we play at home, this is something that's going to be really interesting because I think the Eagles, if they can continue to running the ball the way that they're doing and their defense is as opportunistic as it is, <clears throat> we got a lot of veterans on that defensive unit. Jalen Hurts, if he just doesn't turn the ball over, this team can cause an upset in the playoff picture because, really, in the and if you looked at the beginning of the year, the NFC standings, a lot of those teams are thinking like you got the Cardinals, the Packers, the Bucks, the Rams. You're thinking, wow, these are heavy hitters. They're really gonna the NFC is kind of you know locked and loaded. But as of late, the Rams have not looked good. They've had some bad losses. The Buccaneers looking a little shaky right now. The Cowboys they just came off a bad loss against the Chiefs. Dak Prescott wasn't looking too great. Uh, the Cardinals don't have Kyler Murray right now. D Hop's hurt. Their defense is kind of eh right now. And obviously you got the Packers, which is going to be a tough out for anybody because Aaron Rodgers is there. But who else is who else is in the playoff picture? You got the 49ers. You got the Vikings. We just beat the Saints. Uh, and then Carolina just took the L against Washington. Well, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, you, I, you know I, what I mean? Look, like, 
You know me, I don't trust Minnesota worth a damn. Uh, and even though they beat the Packers in that game, for those watching, Kirk Cousins, don't worry, he didn't let you down. No, he did he not. He did throw that pick. Just because it wasn't caught doesn't mean he didn't throw it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree. I okay. agree. So I don't trust the Vikings. The Saints, the Eagles just beat, and the Niners, a lot of people, uh, maybe a little unjustifiably so, in my opinion. Still can't talk. We have a problem here. With no, no, no. I can't no, lie to you. No, no, I got you. So we don't need to exclaim. We have the microphone here, my friend. But yeah, the 49ers are um, a team that's kind of mm. lurking underwaters a little bit right now. <coughs> I think a lot of people put a lot of stock into what the 49ers are. Um, they haven't really proven to be that much of a dark horse in terms of how they play because they're really inconsistent in ter- in all, on their offensive end. Um, Do you think the Eagles are going to have to worry about the Panthers at 5-6? and six? I don't believe so, just because of the way our schedule finishes. We play... We play the Giants, the Jets, Washington Jets. I mean, Giants, Washington, and then Dallas again. Literally, five of the six games are all winnable, right? And at that point, I mean, I, I don't have Carolina's schedule in front of me, but right now, they have Cam Newton back at the helm, which I think is an upgrade for what they have with P.J. Walker and stuff like that. But they just took the L to Washington, who can, yeah, I know on any given Sunday, it is what it is, but... I'm not really worried about anybody under the Eagles. Right now, the only team that I'm concerned about in terms of stealing that last playoff spot are the Vikings and the Niners. And again, like you, I don't think the Vikings are going to be that team right now because they're really inconsistent in terms of how they're playing offensively. And then the 49ers, you don't know what you're going to get week to week with them sometimes, right? <laughs> so, um, and right now, the Eagles have found a formula that's working, and it can go Anywhere, like ridiculous. No, no, like, like, like it, it is like well, a how whole. Many points. I'm not sure if you have it in front of you. I don't want to put you on the spot. No, no, I got you. In the past few weeks, I mean, what have they scored? It's, it's. Been... I think they averaged like 32, 33 oh, points the past few weeks. Oh my god! You know put, what I'm saying? To put that in perspective. The Colts are averaging like 28 and change per game. That ranks fifth in the league for the. Yeah, season, I think so. I think over the last uh, over the like what um <coughs> from like week seven <laughs> on. I breaking think... down over here. Bro. Hey man, hey, Woo! Hey. it's all good, all good, bro, all good. From week seven onward, I think we've averaged thirty three points, which is like second, or the mo- it might be the most in the NFL since week seven. We've averaged the most points. Uh, granted, we have played you know Detroit and, and Denver and all this stuff, but we scored. Yeah, the stats <laughs> is because what we what we were freaking before that was an absolute um, train wreck, in my opinion. and um, It was hard to watch. It, it was really hard to watch, especially because we couldn't do the one thing that we knew we could freaking do, which was run the damn ball. Now we're second in the league in rushing behind Cleveland. Uh, we averaged five yards a carry, which is... That's just going to work no matter who you are. And then in cold-weather cities... And the NFC's got a lot of cold-weather cities over here, but... If we catch a, if we catch a team on a bat, I'm like I think we could beat the Rams now. I really think we could beat the Cowboys. I think we could certainly catch the Cardinals. Um, really, the only two teams that are kind of concerning in terms of if we get to that point are the Buccaneers and the Packers. And you know what? We keep running the ball the way that we do, and we played the Buccaneers tough already. I don't think we play Green Bay for the rest of the year, but you know, it is what it is. Well, if we get to that point, then you know what? It's a, a successful season in my opinion. But um, <clears throat> really, right now. The point for the Eagles, sneak into that playoff spot. We get there, and like it happens in any playoff any playoff year, anything can happen. And they have, they have the formula. They're running, and their defense is good. That's a good defense. Our defense is legit. It's a good defense. It's a legit opportunistic. And at every level, you got players who are really, really, like, solid. You're not looking at any sort of superstar on the league, except, the, except Darius Lane and Fletcher Cox, but... We have veterans, we're coached well, which I couldn't say even just a few months ago because I was really critical of our coaching, but 
it, it's special right now in Philly. It's uh something's brewing over there, and um, very quietly. If and if we get in, we're gonna cost teams a lot. You, you don't want to play Philadelphia right now. That's I, the, that, you do not want to play Philadelphia Eagles I, right I, now. Ironically, it's funny that we sit across from each other. Our teams are in a very similar place. Literally, they're Just both they're, they're both ninth. <laughs> they both are run heavy. They got they're they're on a roll right now. And you know what? <laughs> and the defense is playing legit to go with them. Absolutely, offense. and we could be any team any given Sunday and if we get ties, in. So. In fact, the Colts and the Eagles are so similar. It's no wonder we get along so well. Uh, and, and just real quick interjection into the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Jets fans, we're talking about the playoff picture. Why are you still here? Shut off the episode. Oh, jeez. You freaking Jet fans. You lost to Miami. And for those of you... Watch, now you're going to hear the Joe Flacco talk. Now, oh, we found something with Joe Flacco. You bunch of schmucks. You know good and damn well it's a waste of time. It just is. Ugh. In fact, you've been wasting your time. We told you to leave at the beginning of the show. I can't believe you're still listening. Now is Because now we're going to move to the AFC playoff picture. And this should just cause you pain. So if I were you, I would. In fact, if you need a reminder, by the way, you're in last place in the AFC, below the Jaguars. Okay? <laughs> so if you need a reminder to shut the show off, please shut it off because we do not want you here whatsoever. I just wanted to say that because uh, no, 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 just in case anyone remains. Listen, listen. We have. If you weren't here last week, we said that we would talk about the Jets every week, just <coughs> just to shit on them, and that's what we're gonna do every week. So you Jet fans, please, if you haven't already, shut the show off, unfollow us on Instagram or any platform. If you're gonna leave a review for us, just don't mention anything about the New York Jets. Oh my God, you are below the Jaguars. Holy crap, you're. T- I and, they'll John, st- and they'll that- still find something good to say. I, well, well, they'll yeah, still I, find something good yeah, to say. Well, that's what bothers me the most. And you know what it is? Some people would call it. Kicking them while they're down. I say fuck that. <laughs> because if you ask them before the season, they weren't down. You know what I'm no, saying? No, they weren't. They were up. So if anything, this is like a revelation. I think it's just putting them back in their freaking place. We, you Jet fans just need to learn. <laughs> you do this every freaking year. Below, some would call the AFC South the worst division in the AFC. You're below the two worst teams in that division. Oh, Technically the God. same record, but it is what it is. Now let's talk about the teams that are relevant. Now that the Jets fans are gone, right? Right, I, I would hope All so. All the 31 fans, you guys are still here, and we appreciate that. We had to get rid of the losers. This is a show of winners. We're trying to win over here. I agree. Well, actually, to be fair, as a Colts fan, if you're a Jaguars or a Texans fan, I suppose you're welcome, but I'm not really too excited that you're here either. Well, you're not a Jet fan, so that's really the important thing. Yeah, you're thing, not a so. Jets fan. That, that, that's true, that's true. You're not a Jet. You know what to shut up if you're That's what I'm bad. saying. You don't talk. I never hear anything out of you. Uh, probably because you don't exist. Well, <laughs> <laughs> With that. As we look at the AFC playoff picture, right, for Colts fans, this is very relevant. This is a much more crowded picture yeah, than the NFC. A mm-hmm. much more crowded picture to the point where as optimistic as I am, it's tough to look at. Because um, we're playing, we play the Patriots and the Raiders, right? Of the rest of the games we have this season, there's two teams that are in the playoff picture that we verse. And from there, we're kind of just relying on those teams to lose their games, right? So you have the Bengals, who are at 6-4. and four. Ultimately, I think, by the way, for the Raiders, if there's yeah. someone I look at. So I'm going to go through the wild card. The top team in the wild card right now is the Bengals. Then you have the Chargers, the Bills, who we just beat. Right. The Steelers, who are admirable in defeat on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Colts, the Browns, the Raiders, the Broncos. Leave it. That, that, right. That, that, well, well I, I, once you get past the Raiders, that's kind of... The Raiders, cool. as much as I love Derek Carr, and as much as they've grown on me this year, because they were a team I really hated on... Um, it's too much to overcome. I think so. I it's think too much to overcome. And it's great. There's just not much there. You watch them, and there's just a lot left to be desired on that offense. 
They don't, in my opinion, have a running back that you could. And I've actually always been an advocate for Josh Jacobs. I've always been a fan. He's yeah, not that good. He, he he's not. Uh, he definitely needs to be complimented by someone else. Uh, I don't think he. I think they expected him to be the bell cow, and he's just not a bell cow. That's what I expect. I mean, I thought you know? he was fantastic in college, but. Well, I think he's still. Comp- I don't think he's a scrub. He's just not a bell cow. No, he's like, not. Like, there's only a few guys in the league that are like that, right? That are just like Derrick Henry. You can even put Melvin Gordon in that. J- Jonathan Taylor is another bell cow. You can give it to 20, 25 times, and he'll give you, you know, a buck twenty and stuff like that. Josh Jacobs just isn't that guy. My um, question with the Raiders is: yeah. when I watch him, I, I I don't see much. There's not much there. You have Renfro, who's a solid weapon. Obviously, Waller is spectacular. If you can't get anything going on offense, I do find it hard to imagine that you wouldn't, you would only target Edwards once throughout the course of a game. That is something yeah. interesting with some of the plays he was making for them earlier in the season when they were really rolling. I don't view this team and ultimately lame duck situation. Yeah, if I'm being honest with you, the Browns. What can we say about Cleveland? I don't trust them either. They have under. <laughs> they, they have definitely underperformed this year. Um, Baker has joined the excuse making train. Yeah, I know. Um, I've been, um, I, I was high on the Cleveland Browns, and I think, listen, I, I do think if they get into they the still, playoffs... They still sit at 6-5. and five. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think if they get in, they're going to be a problem. But the problem is, um, they are really down there. They took, a lo- they took a loss to the Steelers. They lost to the Ravens already, right? Um, they did beat the Bengals and stuff like that. They lost to the Chiefs. And the Patriots, all the teams that are basically in the play in the AFC playoff picture, they've taken an L2, which is uh, not very good. And... Um, and then you look at them barely squeaking past Detroit, and um, with Tim Boyle at quarterback. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I know, but um, yeah, it's not looking good in Cleveland. They've definitely been disappointing, um, especially as someone who's been an advocate and very, very high on Cleveland. Uh, I'm not picking them to get into the playoff picture right now. So um, and again, yeah, and you look yeah, it's, the, it's, the Steelers, it's just... Bills, Chargers, Bengals. The Colts have to get past one of them, and those are all teams I'm high on. Yeah, so um, well, Colts, I, do, I, I do think the Colts are better than the Steelers and the Bills, for that matter. So, um, so do I, you know? but so, it doesn't mean that the record has to turn out better. Ultimately, all the Colts can do at this point is I think a lot of people are starting to really... Because they didn't have a signature win yet because they missed out on a signature win against Tennessee against and they missed out right. against Baltimore. And those weeks, people talked about it. But a couple weeks later, ultimately, if you're not a fan of a team, you're not thinking of those things anymore. You just remember the fact that they lost... This is a team that I think people are starting to realize are a lot better oh, yeah. than than most new. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so all they can do, and I think all they will do, they just have to win. They have to win and see where the chi- and just let the chips fall where yeah. they may. Ultimately, they lost to the Titans twice. They dropped the ball there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they, they, they lost some games to start the season. I mean, you lost to the Seahawks. That's you right. lost to the Rams, right? So they put themselves in a hole, and they're doing a great job digging out of it. Frank, what can I say? Uh, don't listen to the haters, buddy. Hell of a coaching job he's doing. I love you. Man. Carson, don't listen to the haters. Jonathan Taylor, everyone loves you. Um, Speaking of that, Jonathan Taylor. Um, MVP? If he, if they get into the playoffs, you think he's the MVP? It's hard. It, you know, we, obviously, you know, I'm not saying anything, uh, you know, I'm not saying anything groundbreaking here. It's a quarterback's no, award. No, I agree. Yeah. Uh, that being said, by definition, an MVP is the most valuable player to their team's success. I, as a Colts fan, can admit, if we did not have Jonathan Taylor, we we wouldn't be close right yeah, now. Offensively, no. we would not even be close. Marlon Mack would have done good until he went down. No disrespect, Marlon. You're not going to be with us next season anyway. It's fine. I mean, he, he is an MVP by definition. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, because you, you look at the AFC playoff picture, and I don't know if there's anybody in the AFC that you can definitively say is more valuable than Jonathan Taylor Lamar for their Jackson. team. You could say Lamar Jackson, yes, but I'm just saying, like... That's it in the AFC. That's right, but the like, only, only right, person That's in really the, the only guy, you. you know? And then in the NFC, I really don't know who else is in the <laughs> NFC other than Aaron Rodgers right now. Um, so it's really... JT's he, right there. JT's right there, man. And, and he's, he's right having there. a really special season. Um, an absolute machine, honestly. Just... Um, Reminiscent of he reminds me of Ladanian Thomas, man. That's what he reminds me of when he runs I, the I, ball. I'm telling you, I'm trying to figure out who he reminds me of him and, and Pittman Bolt, and what a spectacular draft that was in hindsight to get with our first three picks, three of our best starters. You have yeah. you have Taylor and Pittman are the, the focal points of our skill positions on the offensive end. It was on Brayden Smith, who has been a, a monster oh, right tackle yeah, for us. Absolutely, it was a fantastic draft for us. Pittman and Taylor are two players that are fantastic. But when I watch them, I, I just can't. And I'm usually pretty quick to draw player comparisons. Yeah, yeah, I'm one of those people. I can't figure out who either of them remind me of. Jonathan Taylor, I used to look at him. I used to kind of think of some of those, like, running backs that were, like, you know, just those guys that were just, like, bulls. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize he was that freaking fast. No, he's got jets. He's no got clue. jets. I had no clue. He's got he a second gear, man. Absolutely. I suppose Ladanian Tomlinson is fair. I don't think they play the same way. It just seems that the result is similar. Yeah, that's really what it and comes I'm waiting. Down to. By the way, I'm waiting. Um, you heard it here first. This is why you're listening to this show and not another show. Yeah, right. Wait down the stretch for the Colts to um, to run a halfback toss to Jonathan Taylor where he throws it. Oh, yeah. uh, because I have seen teams sell out like a cheap whore oh, to, that, yeah, yeah. to that halfback toss on multiple occasions, yeah, and I'm amen. like, oh, and I, they actually, I, there was one instance where I literally thought it was going to happen yesterday because I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, like I was like the entire, there are 13 men on the field right yeah. now trying to get tail. They took two guys off the bench. I, it was there was no one, you know. No. So I'm waiting for that play. It's going to come. It's likely going to be a playoff time. It's going to be a game time play. You know, what yeah, I'm saying? I agree. either at the end of the year fighting for the playoffs. Yeah, it might be. It might be. It might, <coughs> be after, might be after that bye week against the Patriots in a big game. Oh, like I know that. it could be next week versus the Bucks. It very when well I, could I, be. I look at our season. If we win next week, if the Colts beat the Bucks, you could book it. We're in. We're going to the wow. playoffs. Yeah, this team will not beat the Bucks, and then come out flat. This yeah. is a team that since Frank got there, and I love the mantra, has always been. Go one and zero. That's yeah. always been his thing, and we have overachieved on multiple occasions because of that mentality. Yeah, and we come out and we come back good after losses because that's the team mentality. Last week doesn't matter, win or loss. Next week doesn't matter, win or loss. This week, yeah, one and zero. If you could go one and zero each week, or, or most weeks, you're, you're in good shape. You're in good shape. Yeah, De- definitely right <clears throat> about that, man. It's- Want to know every week, next man up, whatever cliche you want to throw out there, whatever they're doing over there in Indianapolis, it's working right now, and it's um, there's something brewing over there, man. And also, real quick, a name I haven't mentioned this year, a name I haven't mentioned this year who really deserves some recognition. Uh, and, well, it really didn't have much like a massive amount of success before coming to Indianapolis. Mm. Matt Eberflus, what he has done, yeah, with this defense. When he first came to town, I heard that he was going to implement a, a Tampa two. <coughs> Which essentially is a defense predicated. And correct me if I'm wrong. On basically a light, it's a basically a bend not break defense. Right. Uh, in its nature, that's kind of the goal, right? Is that you swarm to the ball, you, and you keep everything in front of you. I think so. From my football IQ 101 over here, I yeah, think so. A quarterback, I have a massive football IQ. In fact, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're we're two of the the smartest football minds in the country. Which that's right. Yeah. Ultimately, li- <laughs> why we're we're paving the way for you know a new frontier of football talk or sports talk for us football. Right. Ibaflus deserves a lot of credit 
for uh, doing what he's done. He's developed a lot of really good talent. Uh, he's starting to develop some players in the secondary. That took a while. Uh, props to Ballard. I mean, the Colts, what a beautiful organization to be a fan of. Oh, yeah, man. I could not be. I would not want to be. Obviously, I wouldn't want to be because I am. I would not want to be a fan of any other freaking team, man. It, it's just awesome. You know what it is? Because they're just under that point where people consider you a bandwagoner, but they're good <laughs> enough where you got something every year. Yeah, you for know? sure. Yeah, for sure, man. You no, know? It's, uh... They're always fun to watch. Um no man, I, I, if you're if you're a Colt fan, you're in a really good spot right now. You got an organization that you could trust. You got a coach who's really damn good. You got a quarterback who's playing well, and you got a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. And they're gelling at the right time. And, uh, young talent. This team. They're young. Get better. They're very young. Very young. This team is going to get better. They get better every week, man. They really do. Uh, One of our oldest players on offense, other than Ty and, and like Jack Doyle, other than people from like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. other than the, the lifers. Carson Wentz is one of the oldest players that we have. <laughs> yeah, the guy's like, what, 28 or something? Yeah, he's, he's, one not... the oldest, he's one of the oldest players on the offense. Unreal. Unreal. Also, would like to see them now. I'm just spitballing before we get into the game picks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'd like to see them uh, get Naheem Hines a little more involved. If I were to nitpick from this game against Buffalo, mm-hmm. what the hell are we still handing the ball to Jonathan Taylor for? <laughs> At the end, he had five touchdowns. Is it not enough? I yeah, know, I mean... <laughs> They should have probably taken him out at the beginning of the fourth quarter. There was right. one play he came out tired. He ran, he trotted to the sideline. He already had like freaking twenty-seven carries for whatever. And I was looking and I said, "Your day's over." Sam. Your you day's know? over. I was yeah. like, it's over for you. Like put put in Hines, put in whoever. Uh, they put him back in. Yeah, well, and you live to tell about. Well, it. you know, sometimes you need a statement game like that. And what better way to do that against a team like the Bills, who are who came in into the season the Super Bowl favorites, Listen, and one of the Super Bowl I, contenders. I'm all for yeah. not taking the foot off the gas, but let me tell you, my friend, if you're up. Uh, yeah, I know. 26 points in the fourth quarter, you know. No, I know. It was, it was definitely OD, OD. But, hey, listen, you got to ride, you got to roll with the train, roll with the punches and all that stuff, so. Oh, this week is Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm going to tell you, is that not your favorite holiday of the year? I love oh, Thanksgiving. Got prices on your I got the ticket prices back for you, my Thank friend. You. Yeah, yeah I, I, I was wondering I, where they were the past yeah. couple weeks. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I try to look out for the <clears> boy here. But, yeah, no, this is Thanksgiving week, and I love Thanksgiving. Probably my favorite holiday of the year. Easily um, my favorite holiday Yeah, of the year. definitely love Thanksgiving. Uh, very under, People overlook it for some reason every year, which is uh, insulting. People go straight to Christmas. Which is, uh, you know what? It's ridiculous. I'm going to say it. As much as I like Christmas, you guys uh, need to pump the brakes a little bit, okay? Uh, I get it. It's the United States of America and all that stuff, but uh, cut the freaking bird first before you go right into the damn Christmas tree, you know? Yeah. Gingerbread. Cut, cut, cut the bird before you eat the cookies. You I know. know I agree. Yeah, and, I agree. You can also eat cookies on Thanksgiving. No one's stopping you. No one stops you from eating cookies on Thanksgiving. You got a lot of, you know. But- no, one, no one's stopping you from giving gifts on Thanksgiving either, okay? It's a... Thanks, thanks for thanks for giving, giving a freaking gift. You know I mean, what I'm like Jesus Louise. It's not called Chris giving. You know, I don't that, even know why we give presents. Uh, Thanksgiving. Listen, we get the greatest gift of all on Thanksgiving, and that's three football games. Uh, yeah, right, right off that the being bat. said, uh, one of them is Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, but some of these games <laughs> aren't very good. Um, like like Justin said, we got Chicago at Detroit <laughs> um, for the price of a twenty pound turkey. Oh Jesus! They charging they're charging fifty bucks for this freaking Detroit game. Are you kidding me, Detroit? Really? Oh God bless you all. This is the game where um <laughs> you you help them in the kitchen a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. This is uh, just the warm up game, right? Uh that's a miserable. This game. is gonna be a terrible game to watch. Uh, game. Justin Fields isn't playing. Andy Dalton's probably gonna play. I'm assuming, right? Because I don't know how Justin Fields is feeling. Uh, Detroit, who they freaking have a quarterback? They boil that quarterback. They don't even have Jared Goff out there anymore. Wow, this is a terrible game to pick. Um, I'm gonna pick. <coughs> I'm gonna pick Chicago. I'm picking Chicago too. Uh, I just I think that defense is gonna have uh, a fun time in Detroit. I actually, and this is this is no projection for Justin Fields' career. I think they I think this team's legitimately better off with Andy Dalton the quarterback. 
Uh, I think as of right now, I think you're right. As a team that's still in the playoff picture, they might want to stick with this. Right, just for just for now. I think uh, I think next year they're gonna have to roll with Justin Fields, but so do I. Yeah, uh, Las Vegas at Dallas. I'm uh, taking Dallas. Yeah, uh, I, I think I'm gonna roll with Dallas on this one too. If they lose this game, that would be incredible. I'm gonna Dallas laugh hysterically hysterical. if they lose against the Raiders, and I'm gonna love it. Uh, but I am picking Dallas to win this game. I do think they're better than the Raiders and stuff like that. So uh, Buffalo at New Orleans. Both of these teams just took a hot L, served fresh with some salt and pepper, and a little bit of uh, paprika on top with a little bit of cheese and some you know, sour cream on the Are side. I'm take the L with the side of gravy this week, though. Well, listen here. Um, Buffalo... This is a game you have to freaking win because if you don't win, then you you know you're just a fraud at this point. And with that, I think I'm gonna roll with Buffalo. They still have Josh Allen at the helm, who's uh, if not anything talented, and uh, that New Orleans defense. Even, uh, you can't stop the run for some reason, but uh, you don't have a quarterback right now, so uh, I got also, Buffalo. The Bills also can't run. Right, but at least they got Josh Allen who can somewhat run. So, well, I'm sorry. Uh, what the hell is Trevor Simeon doing in there over uh, Taysom Hill? I I agree. I don't know what the hell's going on with Taysom Hill over there, man. I think I, they, I think they were going to let Simeon lose the job. With that, I think he just did. In my the, opinion, I mean, I, I don't know what they're trying to do over there in New Orleans. I don't know what Sean Payton's trying to concoct or whatever. But I got Buffalo winning that game. I'll give it to Buffalo as well. <laughs> Although I'm going Buffalo. Yeah. This is yeah, a classic. This, this is a classic. Uh, I'll give the disclaimer. Uh, I've said this before. If I say I wouldn't be surprised if this team won, it usually means that my gut is telling me that a certain team is going to win, but in good faith I don't pick them. Yeah. Kind of like this game right here. I would not be surprised mm, yes. if mm. New Orleans... Mm, yes, I wouldn't be surprised if New Orleans won this game, but I'm mm. going with Buffalo. Mm, yes, okay. All right, well, that's a Thanksgiving Day game. <coughs> now we go into Sunday. Oh. Uh we got Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Joey B versus Big Bun. Um, uh, for those of you, for those of you who don't know, I am not uh, a big Ben Roethlisberger fan. I do think he's a Hall of Famer, first ballot, all that stuff. He's a great NFL legend, but uh, I think he's a bum. And um, with that, uh, Cincinnati, you better be. Uh, you better win this damn game because I think you are better than the top to bottom. Although that Pittsburgh defense is. Legit. I don't know if TJ Watt's playing, but um, it's in shambles though. The defense no, is in shambles. It is right now, but you know what? They, they had a valiant effort against the Chargers, <laughs> and um, not for nothing, uh, Cameron Hayward. What a special game he had against uh, the Chargers Sunday night. Made some big time plays, and that, uh, their special teams unit was fantastic. Yeah, well, absolutely. Obviously, the block punt, of course. Well, you know what? With the Pittsburgh Steelers, there's one thing that you're gonna have to fight against. It's against. They're a prideful bunch. They are. They're not going to lay down and uh, a well coached bunch. Yeah, absolutely. And um, they're they're going to play good in all three phases. Yeah, they're going to play you tough. They're definitely going to play you tough. You you can't just sleep on the Pittsburghs. Yeah, that's for sure. Ultimately, to me, and we're as big on Cincinnati as anyone else, even though we really haven't spoken about them much recently. Right. Um, I do actually think that that game against the Raiders. I'm actually putting more of that on the Raiders, like not doing like. Yeah. I, 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 they won and good for them. But to me, it said much more about the Raiders than it did about the Bengals. I agree. I uh, agree. I'm going to pick Pittsburgh in this game. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. And again, I got no criticism over that. That's just, uh, you know, I, I just have to ride against the big bun train or whatever it is. Yeah. Important game for you. We got Tampa Bay at Indianapolis. This is a tough one for me to pick because uh, Tampa Bay, what, they just lost to Washington, right? That was the team that they played uh, yep. the week before. And they um, did not look very great. Oh, no. They played, um, who the hell is it? 
Although they're playing against the the Giants this week. They're right? playing against the Giants right now. They're playing yeah. against the Giants as we're recording. Of course, right. it'll be it'll be over. And if you were following us on Instagram, you could have been a part of a giveaway that had something to do with this game. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And we'll let you know the winners of that um, maybe after the show. Um, but with that, we got Tampa Bay at Indianapolis. I am gonna ride with Tampa Bay. I don't feel super confident in that pick just because I really like what the Colts are doing right now. But I've had Carson Wentz as my quarterback, and it's, right now it just feels, even though he hasn't played like that at all this year, this feels like one of those games where he's going to have those little left-handed shuffle passes that kind of get taken back or something Something weird's going to happen in this game, uh, and I think it's just going to fall for Tampa Bay more so than it's going to fall for the Colts. So I'm Honestly, rolling. You are an absolute snake. I know. I know. I'm a snake, but... uh, You fucking scoundrel. Hey, listen, man. I'm going with my gut here. I'm picking Tampa Bay. I, I, again, I don't feel too confident in that game, but um, I just I I don't I don't know how Tampa Bay is going to lose uh, this game. They should they better not lose this game. I think this is a really I'll important. Tell you game. exactly how they're going to lose that game. Let me hear it. Colts are going to run a muck them. Hey, it, it is what it is. If you run the ball like that, one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to put Brady from behind this pass rush. It's going to come after Brady. I think we're going to force them to make some mistakes. I mean, this is a playmaking team. And I don't even say this just as a fan, right? If I was not a fan, I'd be making the same pick as I am right now. It's, yeah. It's Colts by 50. So Yeah, attaboy. <laughs> unbiased. No, hey, hey, listen, no, listen, man. It, um, this Colts team is really, uh, they're really onto something. But uh, Carolina I, I, at Miami. I'll tell you, <laughs> if I wanted to watch this game, I would take a shit in the toilet and flush it and watch. Oh, jeez Louise, man. This is horrible. This is not a good that game. That being said... Miami, I will never pick. No, and, no, uh, they're not better than Carolina. And you know what? It was nice to see Cam Newton back on the field again. And a lot of people are critical of Cam Newton. Me included. <laughs> he looked very good in that game. He looked good. I told you he could still play. He looked very good in that I, game. I know. And I'll give him that. I, l- listen, there's people who are critical of him for the number that he freaking wears. I'm like, you guys would better get off your freaking high horse. I had a Jet fan speak. For wearing number one? For wearing number one. They're like, oh, you can't. No. Your quarterback shouldn't wear number one. It's not a one-man show. And I'm like, well, not for nothing. What the hell are you talking about? I'm like, about? you got to get off your freaking high horse. And I asked him what fan, what, what team he cheers for. He roots for the Jets. And then at that point, I just stopped conversation with them. But um, lay off the Cam Newton criticism right now. It's his freaking second game back. And he looked pretty damn good uh, against the Washington football team. But he's playing against Miami. I think he's going to get a win against Miami. Pretty easy one for me. Tickets as low as 26 bucks. Miami... Good luck to you guys. Man, I'll tell you what. If I was in Miami, I would show up to watch the Cam Newton show. If nothing else, he's a fun watch. Definitely a fun watch. Box office. Yeah, absolutely. Big name guy. By Uh, the way, I was very critical of his celebration last week. I want to show that I I meant what I said. I had zero problems. That celebration I thought was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Where he ran all the way to the logo, spiked it down. Superman, I loved every Welcome second back. of that. Welcome back. Beautiful. Yeah. That's, That's when you celebrate. I agree. Even though he lost the game anyway. No, not to bring it, no sour, listen, no sour grapes here. Listen, listen, he had them in that game. It is what it is, but I agree with you, man. That that type of stuff, I'm not too critical. I'm not critical of celebrations at all, so. Neither am I. Yeah, Except no, I agree. when they're ill-timed. No, I got you, I got you. But that's fair, that's fair. Uh, Here's another important game, Tennessee at New England. Wow. I'm, t- I'm taking New England, I'm not thinking twice. I am thinking twice, because the last time these two played, Mike Vrabel out Belichicked Belichick. And um, I don't think Tennessee is going to be playing as bad as they do who they lose to Houston, right? Ryan Tannehill threw four interceptions. I don't think that's going to happen again. I think they're going to figure out running the ball again. I'm picking Tennessee in the upset. 
Because, um, you know, I, I, I just don't think they're going to turn the ball over as much as they did against Houston. So it's I'm not even sure if it's about the turnovers. They're just – this was a team that I thought was not really – I knew they were going to miss something. You can't just lose Derrick Henry and be fine. But I thought Ryan Tannehill was going to show some people what he's capable of and, you know, because he's been overshadowed by Henry in the offense. Um, they've really struggled. They've struggled. They've to, struggled. To get it together without him. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I agree. Um, but I, I just think this week uh, – I don't know. My gut feels just telling me something's going to click in Tennessee where they're going to figure out how to run the ball a little bit, and I think it's going to help Tannehill out. Um, they're going to keep it simple for him, I think. So, um, Anyway, I got Tennessee winning that game. Philadelphia at New York Giants. Oh, I love this. I absolutely love this. The people know where I'm going with this. I got the Eagles winning by, like, 30. You guys... The Giants are not going to stop the Eagles. They're just no, not. They're, no, they're no, not, we're, not. we're rolling right now. And, un- and unlike you, yeah. I'm a solid friend. So <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick the Eagles by about 30, as you said. Yeah. And I'm not even thinking twice about it. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, you son I'm, of a bitch. Hey, wait, listen, man. I'm playing against the Giants. You're playing against <laughs> freaking the former Super Bowl champs here, right? So. At least I'm at home. That's fair, but you know what? We got our first win at, at home yesterday against the Saints, so um, we're, we're a better team on the road for some reason, so it is what it is. Uh, Atlanta at Jacksonville. Here's another pitiful game. Tickets as low as 20 bucks, bro. Can you believe it? I wouldn't show up. Oh, my God. I wouldn't spend 20 bucks on that game either. With that being said, uh, boy, oh, boy, I don't even know who to pick in this game. Uh, Atlanta. <laughs> someone does have to win this one. No, someone has to win. I think this is a game that Atlanta's going to win. Jacksonville is that bad. Jacksonville's bad. And uh, at least Atlanta's I'm got a veteran QB and Kyle Pitts. You know, I mean, just. I'll tell you, this makes me very happy. By the way, we're not sponsored by Sunday Ticket. If we were, we probably wouldn't be asking people to review the show. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, the fact that games like Atlanta and Jacks, I'll pick Atlanta as well. Yeah. And then the Jets and Houston are also playing at 1 o'clock. Those are two games I don't have to worry about uh, keeping up with. No, at, no. At 1 o'clock. Uh, and I could come back next week and say the same things, and they'll still be true. I agree. With I that, agree. Jets, Houston, with Tyrod Taylor. I'm, I'm, I'm th- I think that's pretty, I, that's, pretty, that's pretty easy for me, too. I'm going to take, take Houston in that one. Same here. No questions asked. Nothing else to say. Los uh, Angeles at Denver. I think this is about time that certain teams start to separate themselves. Yeah, I I'm think, taking Los Angeles, the Chargers. I think, uh, yeah, Justin Herbert's rolling right now. I'm going with him as what well. What a specimen. He's a freak. Although last, uh, on Sunday, he did unravel a little bit. But, you know, he, he brought, he, he unraveled for about, you know, like a good chunk of the fourth quarter, but he composed himself. And you could tell and on the side when he drive when it. That's exactly, exactly. Right before that drive, you could tell when his, he was locked and loaded and he's like, it's, it's time now. They did make it easier on him with that, that blitz from the outside. They though. did, but I you know what? They did but listen, you got to see it and you got to make the throw and he did. <laughs> and, you know, it is what it is. Sometimes you just need some freak play like that to get your confidence going in those type of situations, and they got they got the W, which is the important thing for them, but I got Los Angeles winning that game. Los Angeles Rams at Green Bay. Important, important game for the NFC playoff picture. Aaron Rodgers, looking like he's back to Aaron Rodgers after his COVID scare, right? And the Rams, they came off their bye week. Um, they did not look good before then, and uh, I don't think that bye week is really going to help them figure out their issues in terms of their physicality and how they... Uh, how their defense is designed to play. They need to have a lead. And against Green Bay, it's really tough to have a lead. So I'm picking Green Bay at home to win this game. This, this should be the Sunday night game, but that's just my opinion. But I got four, the... Gr- four o'clock's a primetime spot in of itself. There's a, you notice at four o'clock, there's not a lot of competition for views. 
That's fair. That's fair. I just think that's going to be a much more electric game than what we got that Sunday night. But no, that Sunday night's going to be horrible. Yeah, uh, I will. Oh, this is tough. It's a tough game. It's a tough game because both gonna, teams are talented for one. I'm, I'm not so. going to take. I'm going to take Green Bay because I don't think they're going to lose back to back. Yeah, like that. Uh, no, not the way, especially in a game like that where they didn't really deserve to lose. Um, so, and if Aaron Rodgers is cooking like that, just he's gonna, he, he can beat anybody in the league. So Minnesota uh, at San Francisco, interesting game. Uh, just taking, in, ter- just in terms San of the, yeah, I'm gonna roll with San Francisco as well. Um, just a important game for how the NFC playoff picture rolls around because I think right now Minnesota's the sixth seed, so. Um, San Francisco can jump ahead into that playoff picture, right? And then last but not least on the Sunday games, you've got Cleveland at Baltimore. <laughs> the last time these two played, they had an electric game too, right? They had the really big back-and-forth game. I don't, um, I don't think it's about to be the same. I don't thing. think it's about to be the same. Um, I, I know. Oh, my. Jeez Louise. I'm circling Baltimore. As well. I know you're circling Baltimore, and I'm looking at it, and I, my head's telling me Baltimore, but I, my gut feeling is telling me Roll with Cleveland one last time. If they don't win this week, I think it's over for their season. So I think they have more to play for than Baltimore. But I'm, I'm going to pick Cleveland in this game. I think Baker Mayfield's going to have a uh, key game for his career. Key game for his career. Monday night, we got Seattle at Washington. This is a terrible game. Terrible, terrible game. You know what it is? I can see this one being a competitive, fun watch. Ultimately, it doesn't have massive implications, if that's what you mean. But I think it could be a fun watch. It's a fun watch because both teams suck. And, you know, yeah, well, I'm going to tell uh, easy on Washington right there. They're not going to do anything, but I kind of like Washington. They're fun to watch. Fun Russell to watch. Wilson's fun to watch, and but they're not very good. Listen, if you didn't have, let's no. say Russell Wilson cost $10. Sure. If you only had 7 bucks, you would buy Taylor Heineke instead. That's how I feel about him. Like, he reminds me of, like, a poor man's Russ. He has a couple of Russ-like... Place. He he's got a, like a le- he's got an electricity behind him. That's he's got like, that in him. He reminds me of Russell Wilson, except the problem is that he's against Russell Wilson. Yeah. With that, who people forget how special Russell Wilson is. By the way, um, certainly not me. No, no, you gotta. I'm picking <coughs> Seattle to win this game, uh, mind um, you. So, um, I think he's gonna put on a. He's gonna sh- gotta remind everybody that he's Russell Wilson and not uh not just some schmo of a quarterback. So. Yeah, I will. I don't know who says that, but I will take. Oh. Look at me causing a stir, causing a ruckus on the last pick. There's no way Seattle loses to them, right? No, I don't think there's any way that Russell Wilson will allow them to lose this game. No way in hell. He's too prideful. That team's too prideful. They can't protect him. They can't protect him. They haven't been able to protect him his whole damn career. But now he's coming. I'm going to take Seattle. I am not confident in that pick at all. I'm taking Seattle just out of sheer respect for Russell Wilson. Yeah. Big time bye weeks this week. Usually we don't care about them. Kansas City, Arizona. Those are your bye weeks, everybody. we got to end this thing because my throat is um, just absolutely fucking obliterated. That's right. Well, if you enjoyed the show, please leave a review. Five star, one star, whatever it is that you want to say. Give us any advice on how we can get better every single week. Please, if you want to join us on this movement of sports talk, uh, follow us at... Uh, the Peace of Mind podcast on Instagram with the K. Instead of a C. In the word podcast. And there would be nothing more rewarding, and you tell me if you think otherwise. If you started a podcast and, like, it had anything to do with, like, us, if you reached out to us and told us that, like, I'm, I'm not going to guarantee we'd pay you money or anything like that because we, we wouldn't. <laughs> no. But I would if I could. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that would no, be crazy no, that, that, that would be really awesome to hear. We really want 
other people to have success. If you do decide to start a podcast, um, please let us know that you decided to start a podcast, and we would we'd, love to. We'd love to you collab. Guys. We're all about working together and helping each other grow. And listen, if yours grows and ours doesn't, we may be salty a little bit. But, but in the ulti- end, but ultimately, we were a part of that movement, and we know it. Yeah, we're um, altruistic people here at the Peace of Mind Podcast. So, with that, man. Have a happy Thanksgiving, bro. Uh, I'm gonna be in Atlanta this week. Uh, this week, so uh, what I a will... horrible place to be. It is, but I got family down there. But you know, Hotland is Hotlanta for a reason, right? So I'm actually gonna be spending it at home with my dad. Oh, there you go. Um, and I'm gonna be doing a lot of cooking. <laughs> hey, man. So like a lot of cooking. So I'm making everything this year, people. I'm making the turkey, the stuffing, the mashed potatoes. The mac and cheese. You're asking where the greens are? I don't know. <laughs> probably some string beans or That's something That's the grass like that. outside. <laughs> That's where the green is. I was is. about to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally, the green's going to be the weed that we're smoking before we eat. So. <laughs> there you go, man. Well, on Thanksgiving, I'm running a 5K, which is going to kill me. It's well, gonna be... at, well, before you eat. Uh, before obviously. I eat, of course, before I eat, but that's just going to be the whole point of it. I haven't ran. But are like... you also, because you're in Atlanta, you have family there? I do have family over there. Okay, because I was wondering what you were even doing. No, no, no. Okay. Why would I go to Atlanta just for Thanksgiving? That's weird. Uh, but no, <laughs> no, hey, no, but no, I got family down there, so it's going to be fun seeing them. Uh, and um, Thursday, I'm running a 5K, so I'm going to be shot. But with that being said, enjoy your Thanksgiving, everybody, and we'll see you next time.